who has conquered death, who has conquered sickness, who has conquered illness, who has conquered pain. He has broken. He has broken every chain. And we are worshipping that God this morning. We're worshipping the God of freedom. And the freedom is something that we just get to step into. And we're stepping into Him because He is freedom. Okay. So, are you ready? Okay, go. It's no performance, Lord, I pray it's worship, empty words I can't afford. I'm not chasing feelings, that's not why I'm singing, you're the reason for my song. Oh, to lift you high. 
sounding good you're looking good isn't it great to be here this morning father we thank you for the incredible privilege it is to come into your house to praise you to worship you Lord, we thank you for the freedom we have in christ and father i pray that lord as we continue in our worship this morning may we know and experience an incredible touch of your grace and your favor in our lives 
that Lord Jesus, you are the truth and you've given us your truth that we might be free. And we thank you for this. And everyone said, Amen. Great. Give your neighbor a high five. Take a seat. How you doing, kids? All doing good? Well, if this is your first or second time at Activate, we give you a, a really warm welcome. As you leave the auditorium this morning on your right-hand side as you go into the foyer, you'll find some tables there and there's some white packs. We invite you to take hold of those. And there you'll find some information about the church. And also in there is a free coffee card. So that's pretty cool. So church, can we put our hands together and welcome our guests and visitors this morning? That would be fantastic. Okay, who's had a birthday or a wedding anniversary? Do you want to join me up the front here? Maybe over here. Any birthdays? Well, Dave. 21? 21, just plus a year or two. Yeah. Any other birthdays, wedding anniversaries? Is Darren Bowler with us this morning? Darren's not with us. Okay, that's fine. All right, church, let's jump to our feet and let's declare this wonderful prayer of blessing over them this morning. So here we go. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity, purpose and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations, guys. Wow. Well, Pastor Sheridan and the team have arrived safely in India. So I know they'd really appreciate your prayers for them. Jam was telling me she spoke with Sheridan last night. He's doing well and uh, settling into things. And it's not too hot. So that's good. That's really, really good. Girls' Day Out. Last day for early bird registrations today. So that's on the 1st of April. It's going to be a fantastic time. So ladies, girls, I really encourage you, whether you're 13 or 113, this is the place to be over the weekend of the 1st of April. So register today. The 7th of March, we have our prayer gathering at ATC Ruakura. So why don't you turn to your neighbour and say ATC Ruakura, 7th of March, 7.30pm. Really encourage you to come along to the prayer gathering. These are just wonderful times of connecting together. If you're new to life at Activate and would like to know more about the church and the ministry and our connection with the Acts Movement of New Zealand, then on the 12th of March during this gathering, we're holding an Activate DNA class. So I really encourage you to come and be part of it. It's during the gathering, so um, no extra time to come out for an additional meeting. And on Tuesday, the 14th of March at 7.30, if Activate is your church family, then that night we have an info night or update you with the things that are happening and the things that are about to happen at Activate. It's all pretty exciting stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Owen. That's good. That's good. Well, kids, Tim, wouldn't it be good if one or two of the kids prayed today? Why don't you jump up here with me? And That's very good. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you do. But before we go there, isn't it wonderful to have Claire and Aaron Harford and their family with us today. Where are you, Claire? There's Aaron. Yeah. Why don't you come up here, Aaron, and is Claire with you as well? Claire and the kids, why don't you come up? Now, I've learned something that when you're in America, um, 
I said to Claire and Aaron, how's it going in Chicago? They said, it's not Chicago, it's Chicago. So, okay, Chicago. So, all right, got that one right. But hey, why don't you tell us how it's all going? Good morning, church. Hey, it's um, great to be back. Uh, We're uh, just visiting, unfortunately, for um, a couple of weeks, but um, we're having a really good adventure in Chicago. Um, It's been been a a challenging journey, um, but at the same time, it's a a great opportunity to um, invest in the local community and uh, also um, be extended in uh, what God has for us. Very, very cool. Well, Tim, shall a couple of the kids come up and pray? And Wouldn't that be cool? And you enjoying being back in New Zealand, guys? Very, very cool. We know you guys all, oh, all love us. But uh, big encouragement, because we need a couple of people to come up and pray with us. Nikki, come on, Nikki. Yeah. Woo, yeah. Woo. Woo. Nikki, yeah. I, I know Nikki's dad. He's a strange guy, but he's lovely, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we need one more person. One more. Volu- come on, Liam. Awesome. Okay, so what are we going to pray this morning? That, that, that we have a really cool morning? Yeah, that's God's in the house. Yeah, okay, who wants to start? Okay, there you go. God, can you please bless this church and um, bless the kids all in this, who are all in this church and amen. Amen. Awesome, Nikki. Dear God, thank you for, thank you for this church. Thank you for the people in it. Please bless everyone in the church and please join us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, massive hand for these guys. Really, really brave guys. Okay, you can sit down now. Thank you, guys. Awesome. So five years and under out that way to Dynamites and those over in five out that way. And just let's put our hands together for the leaders. They do an awesome job. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Gems and leaders. Really appreciate all that you do. Why don't you jump to your feet as we continue to in our time of worship? Pastor Jan shared a great word in the 9 a.m. So we're in for a treat this afternoon. So, well, later on, not this afternoon, but so that'd be cool. So, why don't you hold your hands to heaven? Father, as we find ourselves here this morning, Lord, as our hands are open and our hearts are opened, Father, I pray by your Spirit that, Lord, you would rekindle a fresh passion for you. Father, a fire would start like we've never experienced before. The fire of God burning in the hearts of every man and every woman and every child. That, Lord, our eyes would be fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And Father, we thank you for the incredible privilege it is to be gathered to worship you. And so, Father, we come and give you our best. Be glorified, we pray, as we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen.
church, I just want to encourage you this morning that we're about to sing Amazing Grace, a song that is close to a lot of our hearts and a song that we all know so well. But I want to encourage you that there is power in declaring the truth. And this morning as we sing this song, let's declare these words over our lives, over the lives of our family, the church, the city of Hamilton, New Zealand. You know, the Lord is huge. The Lord is massive. He created the universe. And he desires a relationship so close to each of us. He wants to hear our prayers and He wants to answer them. So let's sing this song together. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace, twas grace that taught my heart. And grace my fears relieved How precious did that grace appear The hour I first believed My chains are
the Lord shall soon dissolve like snow. The sun forbid to shine, but God who poured me here below will be forever. Let's declare that will be forever mine. Will be
feel the Lord's wanting to say, yes, there is freedom in this place. Yes, I am in this place. But when you go out of here, I am with you. The freedom that you have, that you carry, that I've given you, you are carrying that into your city, into your nation, into your world. Freedom doesn't stay confined within these four walls. Jesus doesn't stay confined in these four walls. When we go out this door, wherever, whenever we are like Jesus, whenever, wherever we carry Jesus with us, we carry that freedom and we are to share that freedom. We are to share that love. We are to be that love. We are to be that light. upon us though we may not be worthy of it you lavish it out you pour it out continually we thank you thank you father for overflow thank you father for not only what we need but for the overflow for others for what they need thank you for freedom in our lives thank you for taking freedom to our community to our city thank you Thank you, I declare freedom in every single home represented here. I declare homes filled with your mercy and your grace. I declare homes passing that on to others, oozing that out. Thank you, God, I declare freedom in our city. Eyes turned to you, Jesus. Thank you for your passion for us. And I thank you for your passion for our city. Thank you, God. May we drink and receive of all that you lavish. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, and amen. Amen. Great atmosphere, hey? Yes. Yeah, give God a hand. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, you, God. He is good. 
Yeah. Hey, is good? <laughs> yeah. It was good. You may be seated. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing in this it's last weekend of February? Wow. Okay, someone wasn't excited about that. I went. <laughs> okay, so this morning, actually, um, Claire and Aaron, just before I start, it is so lovely to see you and your beautiful children up here. And um, I, I got a picture of you. Um, Oh, how do I describe? I'm not too sure of the words. Um, a picture of you, almost like you are um, set up, like in, a, in a, like an army uniform, actually. Um, when you return, that you are, you, know, you are appointed and commissioned as you return. So, so um, it is amazing, beautiful to have you here with us, and you're a part of our family and always will be. And I know part of that is like a, you know, a tug as well when you return to Chicago, or however you say it, <laughs> um, to <sh> Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> when you return there, I got a picture of you being that God is appointing you and commissioning you as you go. So. I pray encouragement upon you and, and that, yeah, you would, you would go in that sense because he has more uh, to do in you and through you as you go. So go and we are cheering you on. We are behind you and we are with you in spirit. Yeah, bless you. May the rest of your time, is it just a, a little bit longer? Two more nights. May those two more nights be a blessing for you and may you be even more blessed as you be commissioned to go to return. Amen. So this morning, I uh, simply want to encourage us and remind us of who we are as the church today. Now, um, I have to uh, confess that as I was preparing for this message, that I was feeling um, a slap here and there myself. And so, uh, I need to just warn you that I am wanting to encourage you. But if you feel the slap like I did, you may not. It might just be me that feels the slap. But if you do, we're in this together, okay? We can be slapped together in a beautiful, loving way. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> so, yeah, I pray that this will encourage you. I, yeah, I am encouraging myself. I am speaking to myself and I'm speaking to you with me, because we're in it together. So this year, is, our theme is purposed, right? Purposed. Activate church, purposed. And you, you may have heard Sheridan speak from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Beautiful verse. For we are God's masterpiece. I love that. I am God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. 
So we are all God's masterpiece, right? But all of our lives are different. We're all different. We're all unique. We all have different personalities. We all have different giftings. We all have varied good things, like it says there in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, good things that he planned for us to do. We all have varied things, but we are all God's masterpiece. So we all need to be going about our day, our everyday lives, as God's masterpiece, doing the varied good things that he has planned for each one of us as his masterpiece. A confidence in that comes, doesn't it? I am God's masterpiece. So a confidence comes. We need to be treating ourselves as God's masterpiece. And the other thing that we all have common in common is that God has, com- has commanded us this, all of us. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So we're all commanded to go. We're all his masterpiece. We are all commanded to go. Do we actually care about the people around us? Do we care about our, about our family? Do we care about our, our colleagues? Do we care about our workmates? The people in our neighbourhood, the people in our various sports groups, whatever it may be, do we care about others? Do we really care? How is the eternity of that colleague, how is their eternity looking? Or that schoolmate? How is their, the security of the eternity looking? Have we actually shared about our relationship with God, with our friends, with our family, with our colleagues? Have we shared? Not only shared his love, his goodness, showing acts of kindness, but have we taken opportunities to talk, to share? Have we taken opportunities to pray? Have I taken opportunities? Do we really care? Do you know what? Our prayers are incredibly powerful. Are incredibly powerful. And maybe we are the only Christian that is going to come into contact with that colleague. Maybe we are. Or that neighbour. Or that schoolmate, or maybe we're the last Christian that's going to come across their path before they pass on. Maybe. Maybe. So I want to encourage us today 
to be the church that God is calling us to be. Greater is He that is in us, that is in you, that is in me, than He that is in the world. Greater is He. Let's dwell on that thought. God Almighty is in you. God Almighty is in me. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. The Word says that. It is true. The same power lives in the church. So the church needs to rise without a fear. The church needs to rise fearless. Psalm 112 verse 1 says, Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord. That is reverence, respect, honour, awe, who fear him, revere him. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. Verses 7 and 8, it says, They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless. They are confident and fearless. And they can face their foes triumphantly. This is what we need to be as the church. Confident and fearless, facing our foes triumphantly. Not fearing bad news. Our world desperately needs us to look like this. Our world is searching for people who are fearless, who, who are without fear, who have an incredible hope. People are searching for that. They're searching for a people who are unshakable. People are crying out for hope. We have it. We, the church, have that confidence. God's given that to us. So we need to be passing that on, don't we? We need to be letting others know, why? Why are we not fearful? Why? We need to be passing that on. What is it about us? We are called to be like a city on a hill. Have you, you heard that? Spoken to us as a church. Spoken over and over, actually that we are to be like a, like a city on a hill, lit up, shining out for all to see. And I love, the, I'm very visual, I love picturing that. You know, a beautiful city up on the hill, it really, really stands out. You know, the scripture says that it cannot be hidden. It totally stands out, it is beautiful. And that's what people need. They need to see that, they need to go, wow, that is so attractive. Wow, that is outstanding, as in you. Wow, you are so attractive and outstanding. Wow. We need to be that in people's lives. We need to be able to be that person. They go, there's something about you. What is it? And we need to offer. We need to bring people into relationship as our Heavenly Father so, so desires to be in relationship with them. 
It is time to be who God has called the church to be. I feel a real urgency in my spirit that God is calling us to rise up, not to shy back, but he's calling us to be the church that he has called us to be. And I encourage you, in June, we have School of the Spirit. School of the Spirit is happening in June, and I encourage us as the church to get there. It is uh, 23rd to 24th of June. If you are a Christian, if you are a disciple of God, then it'd be great to be there because we all need to be equipped, don't we? We all need help in this journey. So School of the Spirit, 23rd, 24th of June. Put in your diary. I would like us to ask God to show us all a picture of what, when he looks at us, when he looks at you, what does he see? What does he see? If you were living, if I was living in the very fullness of the beautiful person, the masterpiece that God has created us to be, what does that look like? What does he see? I want us to take a moment now. How about we close our eyes and ask him now, Father, what do you see when you look at me? What do you see? Created as your masterpiece, what do you see? This is a really good one to keep pondering on. I wrote a few things down of what I saw. I see us secure in who we are and in who our God is. I see us being confident representatives of him and the things of his kingdom. Well, I saw this for me, but I'm speaking this over you too. Praying for the sick and seeing them healed. Breaking off strongholds in people's lives. Seeing them walk in freedom with their saviour. As we enter a room, the atmosphere is filled with the presence of God. Because he is with us and we are intentional in releasing his peace, his love, his joy and transformational power. I see our words filled with wisdom because he's gifted us with his wisdom. I see us caring for people, not only oozing practical goodness, but everyone that we minister to is overwhelmingly filled with God's loving presence and his grace. His grace and mercy showered. I see us releasing hope wherever we go. I see us wise with money and generous to give. Blessed 
with the overflow, blessed to be a blessing. I could go on and on and on. Too often, we the church are not stepping into what God has called us to be. We are shying back and going, but I'm just. I can do that too. I'm speaking to myself, but I'm just. But that is not what God says. It is not what God says. He has called us to step into his truth of what God has done for us and who he says we are. Sometimes we can act weak. We can act timid, passionless, apathetic. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Sometimes we can be overwhelmed with worry, fear, guilt, shame. Sometimes we can even become bitter. And the enemy absolutely loves this. When the church is acting like that or going into that stance, rather than partnering with what God says about us, rather than stepping into his truth rather than what we feel, stepping into his truth, and it's often by faith, rather than the lies that are spoken over us or lies that we may possibly speak over ourselves. We need to partner with God, partner with his truth. He has called the church to rise and we need to partner with his truth and able to do that. What I want us to do is I want us to do a little practical exercise together. Well, that, sound, that makes it sound boring. So forget the word exercise. We're going to do something practical together. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I believe, is incredibly, incredibly powerful. I cannot... Um, I, accentuate how much, how powerful this is. This will be incredibly powerful for you and me right now. We are going to declare some scripture together about who God says that we are. And I've, um, I've pulled out some scriptures for us today, and we could be here for hours and hours and hours. Well, we could. Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> some people do. <laughs> We could be here for hours and hours and hours declaring scripture over ourselves of who we are. So I've pulled out a little, little, incy-wincy, tiny snippet for us today that we are going to declare who we are. I've put them into statements from the scripture. I may send them out by email. Um, it, cool. How about we do that? Because there's, there's a lot in there. But And I want us to stand together because... I think we need to do that. We need to get passionate about this is the truth and this is who God says I am. I am not going to partner with lies. I am going to partner with the truth of who God says I am and I am going to rise because he is calling me to rise. Okay? Are you ready? Are you ready to be passionate? Okay, let's go. I am God's masterpiece, created in Christ to do good works. I am strong and courageous. My God is with me wherever I go. I am full of joy in the Lord, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. I pray about everything instead of worrying. I tell God what my needs are, and I thank Him for all He has done. I am filled with God's peace that guards my heart and mind. Greater is He who is in me 
than he that, who is in the world. I have a confident hope from God. And I know that he has given me the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. I have received the gift of righteousness and live in triumph over sin and death through Jesus Christ. I have received the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, to cast out demons and to speak with new tongues. My God supplies all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I am redeemed from the curse of sin, sickness, and poverty. I am strong in the Lord and in his mighty power by putting on the armor of God. I pray in the Spirit at all times. I'm alert and persistent in my prayers. My prayers have great power and produce wonderful results. My heavenly Father loves me, for I am his child. I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I may be pressed on every side by troubles, but I am not crushed. I may be perplexed, but I'm not driven to despair. I may be hunted down, but I'm never abandoned by God. I may get knocked down, but I am not destroyed. I will never give up. My spirit is being renewed every day. My troubles won't last long, though the glory produced will last forever. I fix my gaze on the things unseen. I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling me. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I am obedient to your word. Your word is truth. I am making disciples, Christ followers, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and I'm teaching them to obey God's word. Nothing can separate me from God's love. Amen. Amen. Yes, give God a hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. He is good. And that's what he sees when he sees us. That's what he says about us. We need to start saying that about ourselves. We need to start stepping into that. A lot of those statements may have been faith for you. I am saying this by faith. But the more we say it, the more we declare it, the more we actually step into that, the more we are actually going to believe it and we will live it out. Amen. I declare that. Proverbs 18.21, the tongue can bring death or life. Let's use it for life. Let's use it for life. <laughs> declare the truth. Speak out the truth. Girls Day Out, actually, our theme is say the word. Hanging on is every word. Girls, it's going to be a powerful day, the 1st of April. I encourage you to get there.
Psalm 119 says a lot about his word. Psalm 119 is a great one to read through this week. Psalm 119 verse 29 says this. Keep me from lying to myself. God, keep me from lying to myself. How often do we speak lies over ourselves? Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions or your word. We need to read his word and declare it over ourselves. Verse 18 from Psalm 119. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. Verse 105, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Verse 114, you are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. We need to step into it. We need to step into the truth of his word Receive it, drink it in, wash it over us. Our world is crying out for that. 1 John chapter 2, verses 5 and 6. I think this is my last scripture. I know I've said a lot of scriptures. But it's good, isn't it? It's the truth. 1 John chapter 2, verses 5 and 6. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. I go back to the beginning. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. I love God. I love my heavenly Father. And it says here that I will show him that if I obey his word. So I don't know about you, but that gives me such a greater desire to obey it to step into it, not to, to shy back from it and go, no, 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 but to step into it and go, I am strong and courageous. He can do all things through me. He can do more than I imagine. I am His masterpiece. I want to obey His words. Sometimes that means stepping out in faith, stepping over the chicken line. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love Him. That is how we know we're living in Him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. What a privilege to live our life as Jesus did. And one thing that I see about Jesus as He was on this earth, he was very relaxed to be who he was. Relaxed with wherever he went, going with the flow, listening to Father, 
responding to Him, that is what we, the church, need to be. Like Jesus, relaxed in who we are, confident in who we are. His masterpiece, listening to the Father, responding to Him. Because He is able to do all things through us as we step out, as we step out with Him. Our world is desperate to see the church rise. Some people don't know it, but they're desperate to see the church rise. Actually, I, um, I saw this past week that there was a group of uh, witches gathering to pray, um, to bind up, uh, pray against Trump. And I, it just made me think, you know, here the witches are, they're pretty purposed in what they're doing. We the church are called to pray for leaders. We the church are called to pray for Trump. We are called to pray for our leader, our national leader. We are called to pray for our leaders, not criticise. We are called to pray. So how much more does the church need to rise when the enemy is on the move as well? But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So we need to rise, church, and pray. We need to lift these ones up. So I'm responding to him today. I am responding to the slaps that I felt in preparing this. Am I the only one or? (laughs) We're in this together, sister. (laughs) He slaps so beautifully though, doesn't he? He's loving, he is for us. (laughs) But I I wanna invite you, if you want to respond to him with me today to do so. And seeing as we've already, we've already stood, um, maybe we will sit down and maybe you'd like to just lift up your hands to Him and to say, yes, God, I do desire to be the church, to be the masterpiece that You have called me to be, that You have designed me to be. I, I do desire to obey Your Word and to step into the fullness of who You have called me to be. I do desire to make a difference in people's lives around me. But of course, we need His strength. But of course, we need to know His voice. We need to know His affirmation, first of all. We need to know who we are. And then His courage deposited as we step out in that. So if you want to respond with me, how about you lift your hands now? We're going to be the church victorious. We are the church victorious, taking ground declare that in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for your church. I thank you that you have invited us to step into your truth, that you are inviting us to truly be your representatives here on earth, that you are inviting us to uh, step out as as the man, the woman, the child that you have called each one of us to be that you have called us to arise like we have never arisen before, that you have called us to arise in your strength and your power and your courage, that you have called us to uh, serve 
your beautiful nature upon, unleash you in effect, upon our community, upon our city, upon the nation and the nations. I thank you, God, that you can do more through us than what we can even imagine as we step up in you. Thank you. Thank you, God. May we be truly like that city lit up on a hill. Astounding our city. Astounding our nation and the nations. I thank you that you hear our prayers. I I thank you for answered prayers. I thank you for the answered prayers that we have seen thus far. I thank you for the answered prayers that are yet to come. We give you praise and glory. We thank you that you hear every utterance from our lips. May we keep being persistent in our prayers. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. May you fill afresh by your spirit, your church today. Fill and overflow. Thank you that we do not need to do this alone, but you empower us and you accompany us. Thank you, God. Bless and protect your church in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. One last thing. You may be here this morning and you may not actually know who God is. You may have known Him and you may have walked away from relationship with Him. Then I just want to talk to you for a minute because our Heavenly Father is so passionate about each and every one of His beautiful creations, every one of His masterpieces. And He longs to be in relationship with every single one, every single one. If that's you and you're not in relationship with Him today, He longs to be in a close, intimate relationship with you. He longs to be in a close, intimate relationship with our workmates, with our schoolmates. He longs for that. So I want to give you opportunity if you do want to respond to him today. So as everyone closes their eyes again, in this time of prayer, I would love you to give me a wave. Raise your hand and I would love to pray for you this morning. Is there anyone that wants to respond to your creator? this morning. He sent his son Jesus to die for you. It's a sacrifice so that we could live in a beautiful, intimate relationship with him. Is there anyone? Father, I thank you for all those who are not in relationship yet with you. I thank you particularly for 
all of those ones that we know, any family, friends, workmates, schoolmates, sportsmates, whoever they may be, any that are not yet in a relationship with you, I thank you for them. I thank you that you are so passionate about them. I thank you for your incredible love. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are working in them right now. I thank you that you are drawing them to you because you desire that even more than what we desire it. So thank you for that. I pray that as we, the church, rise up for you, that we would be able to share, that we would be able to pray with these ones. And I pray for transformational power to be released in their lives, that they would receive you as their personal saviour, that they would come to know you, Heavenly Father, as their beautiful, loving Father, their creator, the one who has designed them and created them for a purpose. I thank you and I declare salvation's taking place in these people's lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Isn't it wonderful how he is so in love with them. He is so passionate for them. You know, we have such a desire, don't we, for, for some of our family and our friends to see them in a relationship like we know that we are able to have. Yet God has a greater desire. I know that, you know, that's, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? And I know that I know some of your desires for some of your family and your friends. God's desire is greater. So thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for what is yet to come. Amen. Church rising. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Bless your church. Thank you, Jan. Wonderful stuff. Isn't that great? Do you know it's always good to be in front of your mirror in the morning and go, I'm all right. God thinks I'm all right. Like when I was really young, I, I, some of you may not know this, but I was Mr. Mount Monganui. I was only 10 years old. But I used to go in front of the mirror, the, the mirror and strut my stuff. But I think it's really good when you can stand up in the morning and say, God, you're for me and I'm for you. And begin to make those declarations as Jan has encouraged us to do this morning. So, because our words are powerful, aren't they? And so that's really good. So this morning, the take-home question is, are you ready for this? How do we show God our love for Him? How do we show God our love for Him? If you're not familiar with take-home questions, it's an opportunity when kids and kids' church can discuss these questions at home with mum and dad over the table. Who enjoys them, these questions? Cool. There's a real purpose behind these questions. I just want to touch this off really briefly. It's not something we just do because this is a good, good idea to do it. The stats are for teenagers carrying on with their faith are not high. And so we're proactively doing something to go, how can we help our teenagers get through and journey their teenage years well on faith? And so parents, as you're discussing these questions with your children, I really encourage you to make them personal. So how do we show our love to God? 
Or you can say we do this through prayer, but you can also make it very personal by saying, do you remember that time when I was in bed and not feeling too well and you brought me a cup of tea and toast? You are loving me. That's how we love God, by loving other people. And those sorts of stories become very personal and make it really, really real, don't they? Okay, a couple of final highlights. If you're visiting a guest this morning, feel free. We'd love you to pick up one of the white packs as you leave the auditorium. They're on the right-hand side in the foyer there. There's a few details about the church and your opportunity to fill in a form so we can get to know and contact you. Thank you for giving into the life of Activate Church. Uh, It is such a privilege, isn't it, to sow into what God is doing. And so I encourage you to use the giving stations in both foyers. And we appreciate and thank you for that. Very, very cool. And if you ever need for prayer, please feel free to come up to the front. We'd love to pray with you. Well, I reckon it would be good to sing another song. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we jump to our feet? And uh, as we're doing that, wouldn't it be a good idea to take somebody out for lunch today? Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the challenge. How many people will take Owen and Linda for tea? KFC is what he likes. I like it too. And guess what? We're in the last final days of the Daniel fast. So Tuesday the 28th is the last day of the fast, which is, we have a prayer gathering night. So I really encourage you to come along and be part of that. But do tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hey, let's go and have a bite to eat. would be great. Thanks, guys. Okay.